What's going on, everybody? Um, welcome back to the Attention Deficit Podcast. This is the Attention Deficit Podcast. I'm your host, Shy. Um, we got Shells, Michelle, Shell. She got like four different names in the building. We got Bella in the building. Um, Yo. I want to introduce you guys to the Toxic Twins. That's who they are, because the past week, since last week's episode, has been pure toxic in our group chat and Instagram group DMs, so it's pure toxic, but we're going to uh, jump straight into toxic. stuff. It was, it, was, it was toxic. I would say to keep it real. Pure toxic. Transparent twins. Transparent minds. <laughs> um, but how are you ladies doing? Um, how was your week? Uh, yeah, so let me know. Ooh, what a week, but here we are again. I'm ready to tackle all these things that's happening in the world. The black woman on attack. I can't wait to hear what y'all got to say about this week's happenings, but so far, so good. Can't complain. Wow, that sounds deep because I was just turned up. <laughs> <laughs> How you were turned up and you were sick at the same time? Yo, when I tell you, well, I mean, that was yesterday, but the day before yesterday, downtown is so turned up right now. So turned yeah. up. Yeah, I got a bunch of COVID running around in New York City. Because it's drunk. Like, it's just like, it's better than the weekend. Like, when I go out on the weekend, it's like so trash. It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, my week has been work-filled. Um, I was off Friday, no, Saturday, Sunday, Monday for Father's Day weekend and my wife's birthday. So I didn't get to, I didn't, I wasn't able to get spoiled myself for Father's Day. What a pity. Um, but now my wife's birthday, we went out to eat. Um, we had a good time. I'm getting, I realize I'm getting old because I would rather be home than outside. Oh, somebody just popped a bottle. Oh, my bad. Um, <laughs> I would rather be home than outside doing stuff. Um, plus in the summer, I'm not good with the heat. Um, but let's let, let what do you ladies want to start this week? Um we have a number of topics. Uh it's it's up to you ladies where you want to start. I, I know you probably want to start with something toxic. Wow. Just in, the ho- in the same vein, just letting everybody know Friday's the last day to take your drinks out on the street. So New York be going back to regular. So just let so you know. Trash. You know? <laughs> I'm mad you say it's the last day to have your drinks on the streets and say it's pure trash. Yes. I mean, there's always brown paper bags, you know. And then there's tickets and jail, but yeah. I, I want you yeah. to stay safe, though. The drunk tank, as they call it. Let's, let's start off on a topic that we've kind of debated and said we were going to touch on it later on in the podcast. Let's start straight at the gate with Nick Cannon. I'm not sure if Bella or Michelle put this in the, in the in our notes, but um, why is Nick Cannon not ridiculed like Future Hendrix? His last name ain't Hendrix for one, but it's Future. Um, is there such thing as a pathological baby father? I've never heard of that term. You so never heard of people. It was me, and okay. uh, I really feel like the pathological baby father, like the guy that you meet that he on first glance, he got everything going for him. And you ask him that question, like, well, how many kids you got? And he's like, six. It's like, what? What's going on here? Like, but, some men are addicted to being fathers, or excuse me, sowing their royal oats, rather. Like, having a bunch of kids. So here's my question to you. I saw this, I saw you put this in here, and I was like, I'm going to hold this off to the podcast. This before I seen the video that I sent you guys, whatever. But my, the, I see, see, your main question is, why is he not ridiculed like Future is, right? Correct. The reason why he's not ridiculed as Future is, is because Future publicly bashes his baby mothers mm-hmm. every chance that he gets. And he seemingly denies every kid that ends up being his. Like, it's, it's not, it's, it's not even like, I think the only person that he didn't deny was Sierra. And everybody else was like, nah, that ain't my child. Take me to court for paternity. Uh, fuck out of here! All my all my women uh, wear Audemars Piquets, and that's how you know women's of mine. So it's like they become property at some point to them. Where I feel as though Nick is like, I'm going to be in these kids' lives from day one. I'm going to support the mom. I'm never talking down on the mother. So that's where the 
the the the whole thing about future being ridiculed because it's not about him having so many baby mothers it's the way he treats them leading up to finding out he is the officially that he is the father and that's where the the issue in lies with future that is such bullshit because at the end of the day the behavior is the same right you Regardless it's, of whether or not he a, not. accepts the, the behavior is the same. We still got a bunch of kids by a bunch of different women. And just because Nick Cannon is the, the nice guy, right? Oh, my God, he's there for all of the paternity shoots. And, like, no, he's doing the same behavior. But because Future has a persona of being a bad boy, like, Nick Cannon is a cornball. And he, no, pre- but, but he presents so? as a cornball. He says, I'm a cornball. I'm going to take care of the ladies. I'm going to give them what they want. For God's sakes, he fumbled Mariah Carey. Like uh, no, no, Mariah. The, 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 he the whole, her. No, Mariah is a diva, and to put up with that type of person, you have to have a certain type of submissive mindset. And it it, it is what it is. Everybody knows Mariah is a diva. Like no questions asked. Like she's she's mo- she's lost out on positions on TV shows or was moved from American Idol because she she has that diva mentality. Like, if it's all about me, I don't give a fuck who you are, what you say, yeah. I'm Mariah Carey. But, you know, he wants he wants nine kids, and I don't think Mariah was down with that. So, I think he's just trying to spread it out. <laughs> he still wants he a needs, nine kids. He needs to chill. Like, but just why? because, so, just my because thing is he's sick don't mean he fine. gets to sow his royal oats. Like, no, no. no so, on, so, this, my, on, this, on this topic, I think mm-hmm. the canon is actually okay. I you agree. Can see, you see the different types of men that have kids and, like, they bash them, but you can see the level of men. Like, if he takes care of his kids, I think it's all it's fine. Yep, correct. And, and, and no matter how I feel as though, no matter how many women he chooses to be with and have kids with, I feel as though he's he's taking care of everyone and not he's also just making time because you see correct. him with the one kid and then you see him with the next kid in like the next hour. Go on, I gotta do. Something I think real it's quick. fine. Um, nah, Nick Cannon do not get a pass for being the way that he is, considering that he is, he's exhibiting the same behaviors as Future, but because he's seen as a nice guy, y'all giving him a pass. Just because he got lupus doesn't mean, oh, have sex without condoms with everybody. It's still irresponsible behavior and impact over intent. I don't care what he intends to do, but the impact on those kids' lives, we don't know what that's going to be like in the future, but... I deal with kids. I work with kids that sometimes come from incomplete families, sometimes in the same setting. And no matter how much money or he's still one man, he can't show up the same way for nine kids. Me, but, but consider me. Like I, ha- my dad is was always in the home. But like, do I know my dad really? No, not really. Have I do I spend time with my dad? I don't know, but we're just spending time. So I mean, in that, in that essence, like. He's actually doing a good job. Yeah, I think as in terms of spending time, like what 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 is considered a complete family? A mother and father being married in the same household, a father being in a household, or a father spending giving that quality time to his children? Because I think even if the mother and father is not married or not living in the same household, household, if the mother and father both commit to raising their child correctly and giving their children that time of all right, I'm I'm here. We're going to be doing this, 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 and this. That is more feasible than a father just being in the house and not doing anything. So yes, you can have a complete family in terms of mother and father living in the same household mm-hmm. and married, but that father doesn't have to play a figure in your life at all. The mother doesn't play a figure in your in your life at all, but they're in the house. Mm-hmm. So being able to see them every day and them actually being there and being there day to day doesn't yeah doesn't really matter. So I'm not talking about complete as in like we're a family unit, but Mm -hmm. the incomplete families, they're a representation of his inability to have discernment, right? The fact that he's saying like, oh, I might as well have sex with a condom and splash and everybody like life is short. Like that means that there's no critical thinking here. There's no, it's it's, fuck it. I'm rich. I'm I'm going to have these kids. Fuck it. I'm like, there's no. Like, you can't just have kids just because you're able to, right? He's no different from the mother that is continually having kids and going on welfare. Just because he's rich, he don't get a pass. So, no. I don't consider that as being, like... So, we're saying that how he's being irresponsible because he said, I'm just going to splash everywhere, yada, yada, yada. 
I think that it might be responsible for him in his mindset because he feels as though in order for him to live on, he has to have children. And for in order for his children to have a well a, a bigger family, he which in that aspect, I feel as though it's wrong, have children all over the place. I don't think it's right, but I feel as though like he can have as many kids as he wants. As long as he's mentally, financially, and emotionally there for his kids, I feel that he's doing right by those kids. Like he's the, the a father. Wait, let me say this. Let me say this correctly. A father is someone who take care of their children and be there every day. A dad is someone who just helped make made a child. Right. He's a dad. Oh. But no, but no, he's not. He's a father because he's there for all his kids, down to Mariah's kids. He's there for them. What I'm saying is at the rate that he's going, if he continues to do what he's doing, you he's going to spread himself thin. Like the best worker, if they keep adding jobs onto their plate at the end of the day, their overall effectiveness is going to go down. As a, a dad impregnating all these women simultaneously, like, okay, like, oh, they're all three. We can have one turning three party. Like I get like what's happening, but at the end of the day, we don't know the psychological effects that it may have on his kids in the long run because he it's impossible for him to show up and be there in a meaningful way for all of the kids without them feeling slighted against one another. Which you you can say that right, but let's say hypothetically speaking, right? Because we're, we're all we're talking about hypothetically because we don't know what the future holds for the kids. Correct. We just know what he's done so far for the, his kids and what he's done basically up until this time for those kids, right? So hypothetically speaking, let's say. For any amount of time, like let's say he, you, uh, Michelle, you said he wanted to have nine kids. That's what he was. Mm-hmm. He's been saying, she right? Got two more left. Yeah. So let's say he has the nine kids, right? All the mothers get along, yada yada yada. He goes, you know what? For eight months, well, let's say eight months out of the year, or whatever it is, so whatever set amount of time is, the kids come and live with me. We have this time together where we we take trips, we do things together, and then when they're with you. I'll spend a week here, week there, week there. It's it's time management. See, I feel as though as a father, um, I have three kids, one by two different women, right? I feel as though as a father, I can. You, I'm not. You're not spreading yourself thin if you can have all the kids together. And financially, he can make those those trips back and forth as needed because he can. Let's say, one one kid lives in California, one kid lives in New York, right? Let's say one kid graduates in New York on Tuesday, but the other kid graduates in L.A. on Wednesday. Nick Cannon is financially stable enough to be able to take that time to be like, all right, Tuesday I'm here for my child. For your graduation, we'll spend all day with you. I'll get on a flight, go see your brother or sister, make sure they graduate, make sure everything is fine with them. And still spend the equal amount of time with them as as, as much as possible because he has that financial stability to do that. Now, is it optimal? No, but he he has that that ability to do so, and I feel as though like with people like me, financially, I, I, I as a man, I think financially, like I can't do that because I'm I don't have those levels and streams of income coming in where I can just up and do this, go here, buy this, travel here, do this, take time off for work to spend doing this. Like I don't have that financial mean where. He's put himself in that position where he can do that, where he can be like, all right, you know what? For the next six months, I'm not working. Me, the kids, all nine of us, all nine of you guys, you with me, and we're going to do whatever we need to do and hang out and do everything. So I feel as though as a father, if he has his ducks in a row, no matter what the optics may seem like in terms of he's having a baby number seven and by five different women, we can't knock him because we have not heard a single woman come out and say, he has not spent time with my child. He has not been there for my child. He hasn't done anything for my child. And I feel as though, like, his track record is proven, like, he can do it. I think they all have an agreement. So if I hear y'all correctly, if you got enough money, you can no. have what you want. Like, we're having two different conversations. What I'm talking about is, like, there's something psychologically and socially, like, weird about the situation not just on nick cannon's part but like on baby mama number five they're signing up like oh i know you just you had another kid but okay like a smooth operator something that we don't know that we missing or like maybe michelle's right that they have an agreement or something of the sort but there's something amiss that is 
it's what regular dudes do. Like they have a bunch of indiscriminate sex and a bunch of baby mothers, but we're okaying it because he's rich and he doesn't no, feel bad about them. We're we're not we're not we're not we're not how can I put it? We're not put giving him a pass because he's rich. We're giving him quote unquote a pass because he's from the time that he's been having all these kids, he hasn't dropped the ball for these kids that we know of. So right, what you're doing, you're talking speculative. We don't know what what the future may hold for these kids. Maybe We're just talking. Maybe relationship wise, they'll be they'll have some issues, but I don't think yeah. so because he's still a good guy. Yeah, and, and so you're, you're, that's you're, speculative. We we look at we, Nick we, Cannon we as we the cornball from "My Love Don't Cost a Thing." Like we looking at him like a certain person. Like I've never looked at him like that. Like he, Nick he, Cannon is the greatest sniper of all time. Clearly. Yeah, I mean, I heard, him speak, I, heard, I heard him speak a lot. I mean, he has some misogynistic views, but he definitely yeah. believes in that polygamy shit. Because he like, said on an interview one time, like, why would I have just, like, one woman? <laughs> and then, again, so who do you blame for this? You blame the woman or Nick Cannon? They definitely have an agreement because they're they're not mad. They're not bitter. They're all but, happy. They're... But why would you be mad or bitter if someone has openly talked about, I, mm-hmm. I'm for polygamy, and I, I want to have nine kids. It may or may not be with you only, but I want to have nine kids. If someone's openly talking about polygamy and saying that they're, they're not one woman is enough for him, I don't put that on Nick. I don't put that... I, I don't put it on a woman either, but I don't put it on Nick because he was open and honest as you guys, as, as women want. They want open honesty, correct? Mm-hmm. So you can't be mad at someone that's open and honest and continue to do what they're going to do because they they were honest that whole time. If y'all say so, I'm just saying this is all selfish. Like he How wants to, because he wants to have kids. When he talks, he's talking about like, I could die. I could die tomorrow. I'm, I'm not going to live longer than most people. So I might as well live my life to the fullest and what but, happens happens. So, like, so, 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 so let me ask you a question. What's the difference between what's Nick... It's, it's, it's a difference, but hear me out. What's the difference between Nick seeing the end of his life saying, doctors telling him that he can die today or die tomorrow, and he's like, yo, I need to live life to the fullest. I want to have kids. If these women are willing to have my kids, I will gladly do that and make sure that they're, they're taken care of. Then someone jumping out of an airplane and could die tomorrow and after hearing that they, they have a, like a cancer diagnosis and leaving their family with whatever. Like they're leaving their family like, oh, my father died because he found out like he was going to die and jumped out of the airplane and didn't make it. Both scenarios are selfish because anybody could die at any moment. But, so like, but then what's hypo- the purpose of a bucket, bucket list? Hypothetically speaking, bucket list is it's a psychological list of things that because most people live in shame and fear like that. Those are the two leading emotions that either hinder you from reaching your full potential or getting you to do the things that you need to do. So this bucket list is an intentional list that reminds you like, Hey, life is short, get to it, get to the bag, get to doing what you got to do. And it's not necessarily like it doesn't impact people in the same way that having a bunch of children out of, uh, I guess wedlock is at this point, he's not married or intending to marry any of these women or settle down. Like, it's just a matter of like germination, like a flower. He like just spreading his seed all over the place. The issue is the the selfish part for me. But what you saying, Michelle? So what if like one guy has seven kids with one with one woman? Do you think he's able to still manage his time? Correct. Is that irresponsible? It's not irresponsible because at that point it seems intentional, if that makes sense. Because there's discernment, right? What like what separates one woman from the next? Like because they're all these women at the same time, different locations. Like it just kind of seems like there is no standard for him to have a baby mother. He's just splashing off versus the one man who is, I guess, doing it with the same woman. And like, it. But, I'm but, not talking but, about the kids. I'm talking about the juxtaposition between Future and Nick Cannon. Like, why do we look at them, their actions as different when it's the same? And it really has to do with how you view the men, not the action. No, it's the the reason why we look at the action differently is because the way he's future, like I said before, demeaning toward women, don't care about them, don't give a fuck, calls them all kinds of bitches and hoes, and he don't care about them, and she's just another one, and 
yada, yada, yada. And it's just like, all right, at what point do a 40-year-old man learn respect for a woman that could or could not be carrying his child? And this is where everybody makes makes light of Future being the toxic king and Future being the most amazing artist. So they, they give him a pass because they consider him that. They give him a pass because they like he they make music that he like and him being toxic is funny. And it's like, no, it's not. Because when you start putting into perspective, and I started realizing this the other day because I, I know people my age and I, I watch what they're doing on social media. I'm just like, you're almost 40. Why are you doing this? And it's like, at a certain point, your audience becomes older and they start realizing what you were doing was stupid as fuck. And corny. Yeah. So when we look at Nick Cannon, it's like, okay, we wouldn't do what you're doing, but we, we respect how you're handling it. And that's where the, the differentiation becomes a, a, a key factor. It's like, we don't respect nothing Future is doing, but we don't res- we don't respect how you're going about it either. We wouldn't do it, we wouldn't respect it either. But where Nick is like, all right, we, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't do what you're doing, but we understand and we respect how you're handling the situation. And I think that's where the, the differentiation comes into play. Okay. I'm going to digress here because it, it's the same behavior. If you have the same situation happening over and over again, and you've given it a pass under certain circumstances, like if future's wrong, then so is Nick Cannon. We're talking about whether or not, oh, because he's um, he doesn't openly disrespect women, but he's it's the same com- conversation. Like they're doing, he's having multiple relationships, whether or not he believes in polygamy or not, whether the women sign on for it or not. Like there's certain confines of relationships that are being convoluted that's that's messy it's still the same messy behavior like why are we talking about it because it's messy behavior but one messy behavior is more acceptable than the other because of who's doing it don't make sense i get what you're saying but i i I just feel as though it's two separate situations um staying in the topic of messiness Lala files for divorce uh, from Carmelo Anthony after pictures of love child resurface again and the reason why I find this funny is because more details came out about Melo he has a new he sent he sent the I guess he sent this woman to London to give birth to the ch- the, the child yeah. so, so they can that that's fucking wild <laughs> Yo, nah. Everybody took him back. It's over for real. So I don't think that it's wild. He understands the the rules of the game, right? So what happens is women say certain things are deal breakers, right? So Lala was trying to say like, oh, you know, cheating is a deal breaker. But when she realized like the implications for how her life would be impacted, you know, she'd be a single mom. She wouldn't be with him anymore, whatever. She made different arrangements. She's like, you know what? I'm going to be with you, but... You can't publicly like check for this kid. You can't be at the kids' parties. You can't do any of this stuff because we're working on us as a family. So the fact that the he's like at the kids' party, like you breaking the arrangement. He knows the deal. So he's like, you know what? Let me fly Shorty out to the UK. You're gonna be a citizen over here. We're gonna keep it away from Lala because you know that's my family and I gotta protect that. So women have to be very careful about what their deal breaker is. Is your deal breaker cheating? Is your deal breaker him having a baby? Is your deal breaker betrayal? Like you got to figure out what that look like. Cause now you I, look crazy. I think I won't, I won't say most women, but a large number of women, their deal breakers are looking stupid in public. Mm-hmm. I don't think, yes. I, I don't think they, they care about the cheating, but it, it's more hurtful when it becomes humiliation, like you said, or it's in the public eye. And you know what's crazy about it is, let's say Joe Schmo down the block is dating Cheryl down the block, right? Joe Schmo and Cheryl are in a, a, a great relationship, but Joe Schmo cheats, right? Now, when Joe Schmo cheats, it, it she becomes hurt because she got cheated on, but she's the one that makes it public and make herself look like an idiot. Oh, he fucking cheated on me, and it goes on social media, and yeah, yeah. So now she's becoming more angry because she's getting more fuel to the fire from her friends and whatnot. And it's just like, are you, so you're not mad about the humiliation aspect of it? 
it's a pride thing because like yeah, me, as soon as i tell my friends like i'll keep all the fuck shit to myself but as soon as i start talking to my friends that's how i know i'm over it because like my friends should never know what's going on in my relationship i think people tell other people so that they could hold themselves accountable right so if i be like no he cheated this way girl and he did this and that now your friend that knows all the tea is going to be side-eyeing you every time. You're like, hold on, girl. You're on the other line. Because you want somebody to hold you accountable because you're not strong enough. So, like Michelle said, like, when you're done, that's when you start announcing to the world, like, you know, I'm done. He ain't this. He that. And you, you start seeing the craziness on Instagram and Facebook. But at the end of the day, the cheating, like, most people say that cheating is a deal breaker. But like you said, it's humiliation. It's, like, betrayal. It's the line, like... Some girls be like, he could cheat, just keep it on the low. Like what? Like figure it out. Like which one is it? Or yeah. he could cheat, but he got to cheat up. He he can't be no bullhead scallywag. Like it's level which, which, which that is stupid as fuck to me. That is stupid. Like let him cheat up. Like why would you even say that? Like that that doesn't make sense to me. Like me and my wife joke about joke around all the time, saying, um, "Get yourself a sugar mama so we, she could take care of us." Like it's a it's an ongoing joke. Now, do I believe that to be true? No. Like, like she would never allow me to have a sugar mama unless it's like the bag is fucking ridiculous, right? And it, then at that point, it's like, all right, you have a sugar mama, but you ain't fucking her. You ain't kissing her. You can hold her hand. Like, there's, there's rules to the shit, right? And it's like, why would you tell your man, all right, if you're going to fuck this girl, make sure she look better than me. Make sure, or make sure she's Rihanna. Huh? Because when they... All right, because I don't condone it, but if a man cheats on you and they some whack ass bitch, then that kind of puts you like makes you think like, damn, am I whack ass bitch too? Because like, you might be. are we the same? Type? You, you might be. Like, you know what I mean? You, you might be. And and that's self reflection. Sometimes you don't learn the truth until it punches you in the mouth. Mm. Hold on, give me one second, all right? I got help my wife in the house. Hold on. See all this hot boy shit he talking. He gotta run. Okay, wifey, get him in check. Okay. But honestly, <laughs> the kids are checking daddy. Go for it. Um, I feel like at the end of the day, when we talk about deal breakers, people just have to be honest about what it is, um, so that they don't look crazy. Like you could do whatever you want to do. Like if you want to stay with Carmelo Anthony then go for it. But understand that it's going to have implications on your own emotional wellness. Yeah, that's true. And then you're going to start looking at yourself crazy. <laughs> Yo, you hear this? <laughs> now he can't even breathe. He's going to come on here all winded and messing up the audio, y'all. I don't think I don't I don't know I've never been cheated on but I don't I don't know that for a fact because these niggas these days I don't know. Hmm. I won't say I've never been cheated on because that's another conversation. I think that everybody to some degree cheats because the relative definition of cheating is anything you wouldn't do in front of your partner. So I feel like at some point we have been cheated on because we don't know all of what the other person has been doing. But when I think about whether or not um, it's a thing for me, whether or not cheating is a thing, I just know that I operate in my relationships like a parent would with it. You got to stop breathing like that, friend. <laughs> I know you was running all around the house, but I can't, I can't focus. Um <laughs> So, like, at the end of the day, I want to have enough influence in the relationship so that my man feels like, you know, he's going to make the right decision when I'm not in his presence. Kind of like what a parent would do. Like, they don't have no dominion over us as they're raising us. But when we outside, we're going to do what we want to do regardless. But what's their inner conscience? What's happening while they're, you know, engaging in social activities? I'm back. We here. <laughs> we heard you running. <laughs> Be quiet. Um, so you got you ladies were still talking about the la la thing or or cheating. I heard yeah. the tail end of it. You were talking about cheating, but we're done. All right, um, let me see what we could talk about next. Um, I don't want to talk about this big old picture of this male sex tour just yet. Matter of fact, let's get it out of the way. 
Let's get it out the way because that is disturbing. Um, I'm, I'm believing this is a. Are sex toys gender neutral? Can no. men use sex toys? <laughs> no, they wear those. Yes. <laughs> no questions asked. There's no questions asked. Weird They're weird. They're weird. Even though a lot of niggas was making socks, sock friends as youngins. So no, they weren't <laughs> making sock friends. It was a way to put it somewhere without being like discreet, like without without getting caught. Mm. That's what it was. It was more of a getting caught thing. Now you going out to like men wasn't going out buying socks for this particular reason. Mm. Now. Men do are... socks because they're nasty and they're lazy and they don't want to discard of their semen appropriately. So the sock was an easy tie-up. I think that y'all are, y'all being a little bit archaic here, not letting men have their no. little fun too with their little nah. sex toys. Nah, that's you weird. Wanna, you want polygamy with all kinds of stuff. Both of y'all. Oh, polygamy I don't, I don't want polygamy. All, like, oh, they it's crazy. a new time. They have crazy ones where it's like the whole ass and vagina. Yeah, like, what if you walked in on your man just, like, on the side of the bed? Like, she gonna leave him. She gonna leave him. Listen, my, my dude could have him. a throat goat. He could have one right in his top drawer. Go for it, Frank, because, you know, I'm tired. I just Naja, told y'all I go to sleep you at... You leaving. No, you leaving Listen, this man. Nope, nope. I'm, you I'm gonna going to sleep. I can never look at a man the same. You want to look at him like he's but... Joe from you. I'm going to be like, can you turn that down? All right. Nah. Nah. <laughs> can you take that <laughs> in the bathroom? That is wild. Like, that... I don't understand how men can just like on their Amazon account just go ahead and be like, you know what? Gonna buy this. <laughs> Gonna check out. Knowing someone at Amazon could be like, this nasty motherfucker. I'm dead. Like, like, nah. Nah, nope. So women can use it and men can't. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, here's this better scenario. What about <laughs> if a man has a dildo? Right. What? Listen, a man has a dildo or some sort of sex toy for like assistance with like women. So like if a woman comes over, she's having sex with him, he's like, Oh, let me try this on you. First oh, off, no. that's first oh, off, that's no. weird. First oh, off, that's weird. No. Second, that's unsanitary. Um, no, the sex toys are pretty relatively clean. No, See? but if, if you he's clean if, it well. I mean, he's using a different woman, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's using it on different women. Like, but honestly, the silicone grade makes it actually. Oh my god. I was learning uh, this at the sex store. <laughs> I think no, I, no, I, no cover up now. I, I, was, I was on a learning walk. No, you got them, Michelle. Come on through. I think it's weird for men to, to own any. Oh, God. I think it's weird for men to own any sex toy in general. It's just, it's weird. Uh-huh. Like, nope. I understand if a man buys one for a woman and the woman takes it home with her. And then if she comes over, she brings it back with her understandable but for a man to own one for himself for his own pleasure it's weird Weird. it's weird so you again are assigning a hierarchy of sex toys so a nigga can have a cock ring in his no i I think that's weird too that's that's, weird too okay okay i'm just making sure i want to clarify things up y'all y'all being ginger y'all walking around the bush right now it's it's weird (laughs) I feel like all that shit you try like when you like 70, 80, like, you know. I, I so they can die, like... Michelle. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I think you know, it's... I feel like that's like when pegging comes into play. Peg like... oh nah. See, she's I'm on not... a whole nother wave. I'm, I'm just regular I'm tapping out throat goat vibrator pocket no, pussy kind of thing. <laughs> when you get old, I feel like you you're gonna be tired of the same shit. You're gonna wanna be experimental and shit. You're gonna have like a nah. sex dungeon. So you want no. an old man to she, get his ass she... plugged? She been watching Fifty Shades of Grey. I mean, when you old. Nah. They got hemorrhoids already. Michelle, no. Nah, I'm not nah. going to support you on this one. You are not done. my I'm, toxic I'm, sister today. I'm, I'm done with you on that one. Um, I'm going to move on right quick. Uh, have you ladies listened to Hers album? I have. What I do you one think? song. Really? What song did you hear? Let me guess. Damaged? No. Oh, okay. I don't know. I heard it on a, somewhere, I, but I didn't save it. Okay. I love her though. I love her. Okay. I love her, but I'm feeling like I'm trying. I'm trying to force myself to love. Really? So it's. I'm trying every time I listen to an album. I listen to it like a couple of times, like straight through to see, like kind of picturing like what this would look like in like arena, like a tour or something like this. And this Mm -hmm. is giving wild unplugged. Like it's very intimate. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing is giving like. 
I can't wait to like go to like Coachella or something to see her because the good songs are already like all of them are good, but the ones that like you would listen in heavy rotation, they're already out. The one that is my personal favorite right now is Paradise with Young Blue. Um and it oh, has I was pumping Oh, that's out. the one I heard. That's the one I heard. I be- I was pushing Young Blue's music back in 2017. Yeah, around 2017, 20. Yeah. When I first heard, um, what was it called? Unappreciated. Mm. And no one knew who Young Blue was. No one cared who Young Blue was. But he gets on a song with Drake. Everybody wants to talk about Young Blue. So continue. That's how it works. But I, I like, I like, like, at least, I like the whole thing. But I feel like the songs that I... And like gravitating towards, I've already heard them. So like it's taking a while for the other ones to kind of grow on. Like, but I like process. Um mm-hmm. and I think it's dope, but it's definitely like a uh a, a meditation, a reflection kind of thing. Like, oops, sorry, a reflection kind of um album where you just like kind of take an inventory, like, yeah, this shit sucks. Like this nigga played again. Like her so, ain't never giving us no turn up music. <laughs> I love I love this album. And turn up music. the song that stood out to me is one with her and, and her and little baby. Like that caught me off guard because I wasn't expecting to hear her rap. And I you was rap? just like, yeah, she raps on this album. And I was like, it fits like that whole sing rap thing. It fits her perfectly. <gasps> Excuse me. It fits her to the point where it makes sense to, I would, I would, I would like to hear a, her version of a, a rap album. And um, what else do I like? I was talking because um, I'm friends with somebody that's v, uh, VP at RCA. Okay, which name dropping. To. I, I didn't. I, I didn't drop their name. I just said where they work and who. Okay, what their title connected. Was. We um, see you. Come through with Chris Brown. I really like. Yes. Um, the song with Ty Dolla Sign. I really like. The intro is fire. The intro is fire. Um, Cheat code. I like. Uh, like I said, the song with her and little baby. Uh, process. Uh, I don't know why they put the song with DJ Khaled and Bryson Tiller on here. No, that's not the, no. I, I like that song. That's not the um. I'm thinking of one with her and Meek. The Meek Mill remake. I don't yeah, know I like why that they one. Put that one on there. It's just like, but I like it. But it makes sense why? because numbers, streaming, like it counts towards your album sales, even though it was on another album. It it's all for numbers. Um, Got but it. it it overall, I I give this like a. 8.5 out of 10. Mm. I might go 9. But it's 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 up there for me. It's really up there for me. Like I've listened to it about four straight times like like no skips, just let it run. Um I have to listen to it in the car. I've been listening to it on my on my Apple HomePod. But it's it's really good. Really really good. Um have either one give it an 8. That's not mm-hmm. bad. That, again, that's not, it's, that's not a that's, that's a great number. Because most albums are giving us four or five. Khaled mm. album gave us a two. For you. <laughs> it gave me a two. Um, what do you, Have you ladies listened to the Wale single? I have not yet. Okay, Michelle? Did Michelle leave? No, she's still here. Oh. Um, I like the single. Um, it, it uses the Jagged Edge... Um, is it trade it all? Yeah, girl, I trade it all. Money, the remix. Um, what's the one with Diddy and Fab and Jagged Edge? That one, the remix. How, all right, so they use that that version of the beat, um, and they remixed it, and it sounds really good. Uh, Chris Brown is on the hook. Um, so, song is really good. I don't think it's gonna get picked up on radio or to the masses because the way the internet hates Wale. Um, but it's a really good song. Like if someone else did it, they will be running with the song nonstop and it will be amazing. Um, go ahead. Yeah. I, I do think that he does produce a lot of good music. I love the fact that he's a lyricist. I like, like he's an intellectual, like he's really good at what he does, but because mm-hmm. they hate him for, for yeah. whatever reason, he doesn't get the proper notoriety. And at the end of the day, um, none of his stuff is going to bust the way he wanted to because they already hate him. And he just, 
even though in the era where everybody is screaming like vulnerability and mental health, and he's been championing that for years, he still don't get a pass. And I just don't understand why, no matter how good his content is, mm-hmm. people just don't. I feel as him. though it became cool to hate Wale. Like, you know how everything Ooh. becomes trendy on the internet? That's what it was. It became cool to be like, oh, you trash, um, you whack, you yeah. don't make good music. But then it's like, no, he makes amazing music. You just don't want to give it a chance because you 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 have this perception of him as a as the internet as a whole, and you're like, yeah, whatever, we don't care, get out of here. And that's how that's how the internet works nowadays. Um, staying on the music topic, right quick. Uh, did you see what Trick Daddy had to say? He is he is a hundred percent correct in the fact that he's saying that it is his opinion that Beyonce can't sing. Because, you know, for black people, we got to change the spelling of things to change the meaning of things. Um, but it's his opinion. So I think that he is, this is America. You can say what you want to say, but also be um, prepared for the unintended consequence. Yeah. So when people lash back because she's their savior, their idol, or their queen bee, like you have to be ready for that as well. But this is a safe space. You want to be able to. Well, maybe not a safe space. This is an unsafe space. So you got to kind of figure out how you're going to deal with the backlash of the things that you say. And if you don't want that, then you got to play it safe. Yeah, I agree. So I agree with what you're saying in terms of it's his opinion. He can feel how he wants. But I also feel as though it's not objective because you have to deal with that. Like people will be like, well, X, Y, and Z, you think this person can say, but can't out sing this person and when people start pulling facts into it you have to understand like you're you can have an opinion but your opinion can be wrong as well like and that's what people need to understand like i don't know what he was smoking because he even tried to bring up jay-z not being the king of new york or the greatest rapper of all time it's like okay now you're just saying shit at this point like you're just saying a whole lot of nothing and it's like how do we how do we hold you how do we take your opinion seriously true but i think that when people are like losing the argument it's kind of like that person that bites somebody in a fight like oh, I, any means i'm gonna get in there but yeah. i think that at the end of the day where he went wrong was that he didn't have facts right so he's like oh she don't even write her own music which is also not a fact like you gotta back up she, some she, of she, your she, claim she don't write all her music Daddy? yeah the yeah. Daddy situation she don't write all her music because the song with um her and Jay Z ape shit the Migos the Migos wrote, wrote that right yeah. I didn't say she write like, all of it he said that she yeah. don't write none oh which yeah, is see, different than yeah which is different than like who who don't buy their music like yeah. there's not Rihanna, one part. Rihanna doesn't write a large majority of her music party um part uh party next door writes a lot of it and the it's dream like, like the yeah. I think that. Once people like kind of understand the industry and how it works in terms of like talent sourcing and actually putting out product, like people are not necessarily buying talent, right? We don't care about you as a songwriter, but how do you present as a an artist? So people are buying authenticity. Rihanna could never sing again and still be like a big well, is an icon because of her notoriety. People want to know so much about her. Like she's learned how to give less and then capitalize more off of it like we yeah, know less definitely. about her the more mm-hmm. mysterious uh, uh artist becomes the yeah. the hyper you are like you are intrigued by them so i think that her had the right idea with the dim the lights let's wear shades because you know she was mysterious you like who is this girl she could sing she mm-hmm. could do all these things but going back to trick daddy and beyonce like he was just losing that argument so he started pulling for straws jay-z ain't nothing either yeah he, just he like ain't the king of new york like hmm? like it's it's wild it's wild. What you saying, Michelle? It's crack. It's crack? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He'd be a lot skinnier if he was smoking crack. He um, is. He, he, he smoked boonk, he said. Yeah, but it, like... it, it ain't working right. It, it, he he would have been a lot skinnier. <laughs> like, if I'm smoking crack, I'm, I'm losing about 30 pounds in two weeks. No, but um, he got some, like, digestive issues. That's why his belly oh, yeah, is you're right. Like you're right. You're right. You're right. Puffy. Um, let's see. Where... Oh, I, I had a random question. So, do you get upset if your spouse have a serious crush on a celebrity? No, you don't get a pass for liking Rihanna, okay? You you want somebody to okay that so bad. No, no, so here's my question. Because you know how some, some women be like, oh, I don't care as a celebrity, he'll never meet them, yada, yada, yada. But the moment a person have a crush on a normal person, it becomes an issue. Why is there a difference? Access. 
Mm-hmm. Like you ain't never meeting Rihanna, and even if you, you don't met, know that, even if you met Rihanna, no, you ain't got a chance, sir. You don't know that either. You don't we know are that positive. Either. We so positive. Now, okay. Now what? Now if a woman has a crush on, let's say Trey Songs, right? Is it okay for her man to be upset because women have a lot more access Trey to Songz male celebrities? Accessible. <laughs> no, no, no. All of these, ma- <laughs> all these wow. male celebrities are accessible because they are more inclined to mess with a quote unquote regular female because it wouldn't be. It's, it's sort of like the dating, a, um, cheating with an ugly girl thing, where it's like no one will believe I actually messed with her, so that's why I'm just going to do her, go ahead and do it. So you just proved my point. You know you don't have a shot with Rihanna. <laughs> no, I said it's more likely. I'm okay. not gonna raise my hand. To, look, <laughs> look you, you probably turning red over there. I can go with her. No, you I, can't. We can go say I'm gonna give her my varsity jacket. I'm yeah, bad. okay. She don't want that. Okay. Yeah, she she wanted. it. Um, uh, I think that it it's levels to it, right? So mm-hmm. it depends on how you're like what it how it comes across. So like if he mm-hmm. come on the screen, he's like, mm, there go big dick daddy. That's oh, problematic. Wow. Like, right? That's See, why women like Trey Songs. It's not that, oh, he's so fine. Like, it's the sex tapes that he has out that, oh, he's so um, nasty. Like, it's that kind saves, of stuff. I heard he saves on panties. That's I'm going to I'm gonna say, I'm going to say something. Uh, if someone, if my wife, I'm, I'm just going to say, I'm no, I'm going to Don't be this. whispering. Talk up. Say it with your chest. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say it with my chest. These hands are bisexual and what? anyone can get it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I believe in equal rights, equal fights. Okay, there's a cell for you. Like, oh I, then there'll be one. There will then be, there'll be a one. cell with your name on it. Well, then um, there'll be one. I mean, at the end of the day, it again, it goes back to like normal expectations for men and women. So, like, what's good for the goose is not good for the gander here. So, yeah. like, women can't be salacious in how they like. Me. Like every old lady, oh Denzel, Denzel. My like, wife loves Denzel Washington. Uh, I don't feel no kind of way because he's sixty-five. That's why, and no, she's never gonna when, meet him. Even when Denzel was young, I, I never felt no kind of way when she was in. She Denzel was ain't Denzel. never been young when we was old. Oh like, my god, <laughs> Denzel been the same age for the last like mm-mm, no. Like but you don't feel threatened I, by him. But here's I don't the, feel threatened by no man. Ooh, talk on it. Because at the end of the day, if I feel threatened by a man, it has nothing to do with the man making me feel threatened. It's myself having my own insecurities. It's like I I don't trust someone to begin with. It has nothing to do with that man or woman that I think someone is going to leave me for. It's my own insecurities not being secure enough with myself to feel as though like, all right, basically like this. If you have insecurities, don't date someone that's attractive. Mm -hmm. Point blank, period. Don't date someone you think that's attractive. Just be by yourself because at the end of the day, someone's going to find your spouse attractive. And if you can't deal with that on a, on a personal level, then there's no reason for you to be in a relationship because at the end of the day, you're going to have an issue with anyone that looks in your spouse's direction, point blank, period. Even if they're looking past your spouse, if you think they're looking at your spouse, you're going to feel some kind of way because you're going to feel inferior because you have that inferior mindset. Y'all never heard nobody say, that's why they ugly. You never heard nobody say that? I've heard it, but then again, even again, you date ugly, but you found them attractive enough to date. So someone else is going to find them attractive enough to be like, thank you. True, true. So so if you have that... Because you be seeing niggas baby moms these days. Oh, Lord. (laughs) We be seeing niggas baby father, women's baby fathers too. I mean, yeah. Hmm. Listen, I just mm-hmm. use that as like your dating FICO. Like, there's certain things you can't tell me if I'm looking at your ex and they didn't exist. Like, okay, granted, you want more for yourself now, but like, if I see patterns, like your dating FICO is low. Like, if you got mad your kids, dating FICO your dating is FICO low. is low. If oh, you got wow. ugly baby mothers and exes, low dating FICO. So, <laughs> it what if they were cute? What if they were cute at one point? And I they just fell off it. the bandwagon. I can't Not, imagine. Uh, listen, remember, remember um the what 50 Cent said? Damn homie in high school, you was the man, homie. What the f- happened to you? I hear that, but it, like it they happens. still look like a semblance of themselves, right? Like nah, I can see no, no, this is we of, come from the same neighborhood, right? Get, and yes, and it's a lot of at, I went to high school with, and it's like we aged different. 
we aged a lot different. Yeah, I spent a lot of my week like you know screenshotting people like, oh my god, we're the same age. Like it, yeah, yes. it's like, and I'm like sending this to people like, how guess how old? Guess how old? But no, no, not, not guess how old. Yo, look who and such and such from high school. Like I went to school with this person. Like we are the like, same age. <laughs> like yo, like dog, like we we graduated the same year. Like we went to prom the same. Like those type of mentalities. Like dog, it can't be. And it's something in the drugs that they take nowadays. Nah, it's not even a drug. It's just like lifestyle. Like, nah. yeah, you want to be out. Who can? Or you just want to be up and mixy and like mm-hmm. you. No sleep. You, you think you in high school? You, you eating everything possible? Don't go to the gym. Don't drink enough water. Mm-hmm. Don't bathe. Like that kind of stuff comes across in pictures. Like <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um. So we got what three more topics left. Um. I want to touch on. The should you do something for your significant others, uh, significant other on Father's Day slash Mother's Day if the child isn't yours? I say yes. Mm-mm. I second that. I say yes because it's not it's not you're the mother of my child. It's I appreciate you as a person and the the duties that you do as a parent. All right. How about if you're a woman dating a man with a child? You're doing something. No, you're not doing something for the child. You're doing for your, something for your significant other. So. If your man is a, like, let's say you're dating a man, right? And he's a father and you'd be like, I appreciate you as a father. I understand. I, I see the dedication that you have. And maybe one day we'll have a child together. And I'm not going to just be like, and you're not going to be like, oh, I don't care. I'm not buying you nothing. I'm not saying nothing to you. It's not, it's, I don't oh, care. Oh, no. Nah. My line used to be like, you ain't my daddy. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> um, I thought you meant that in a different way. So, right. So if I'm with someone who has a kid with someone else, Mm-hmm. I would encourage that person, you know, here's the opportunity to like recognize your baby mother, right? Because baby mothers can be, and baby fathers also, they can feel a way they can make or break your life if they feel slighted. So recognize them. And also you're a role model for your kids. So in that one, it don't have to be like, hey, it's for me. It could be like from your child, kind of like how we do from Santa on Christmas. Like mm-hmm. I think that it's being able to model good behavior for your child and making Mm -hmm. it a big deal because parenting is hard in and of itself. But in the event that like you're with somebody and you notice that they have kids and you don't have kids with them yet, Mm -hmm. it depends on how their parenting impacts your relationship. So if I know that I'm with a dude that don't take care of the kids, I'm not about to celebrate his mediocrity. I'm not about to agree. I a hundred percent agree. Don't. And then you should not be with that person if they are mediocre as a parent, because you're, you're thinking about now your future with this person and you're going to be reassessing, like, should I marry this person? Should I have kids with this person? And you see how mediocre they are with their, with their current kids. You're like, no, I'm not going to do this. Well, that's not technically true because not everybody aspires to be a mom or a dad, you know? So, no, but, and, but yeah. it, it, it also looks upon how they, they deal with their loved ones. Because if you're dealing with somebody that's a mediocre parent, they're, they're more than likely going to be mediocre in their relationship with someone else. I get it. Character flaw. You're right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, it's, it's deeper than just the child. It's more of how the person is. Um, there's a reason I asked this question. Huh? There's a reason I asked this question. Who mm-hmm. you, who blessings you blocking, Michelle? Come through. <laughs> yes. Because, like, on, on Father's Day, I was getting a bunch of subs. Like, oh, wow, I got to cook my own meal. Oh, wow. Like, I'm not your baby mom, okay? Like, I don't, so why are you telling me? I would say this, Michelle. If you're dating someone that has a child, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be on social media and be like, happy Father's Day to such and such, yada, yada, yada. Simply just be like, oh, happy Father's Day. I I see that the the hard work that you put in as a parent. I respect it. And happy Father's Day. You don't have to go above and beyond and buy them stuff and take them on trips or take them out to dinner. No, that's that's not what you're there for. But Mm -hmm. showing them some sort of gratitude and appreciation to see how they actually operate as a as a parent mm-hmm. is is it's it's minor it's minor but it's a big thing to father is for men i said hfd oh my god i mean that's sufficient but michelle this, i'm about to give you the why, major cheat code y'all know this how is why I'm, this is why the toxic twins i'm always giving you the cheat code michelle so when a dude wants you to cook i know last time we talked about not cooking it's a labor of love i got mm. it i'm gonna go to boston market and i'm gonna nah, get off <laughs> get off move Move. Oh, no. I just feel like I'm not your baby no. mom. Like I don't have to do nothing for you. No, like, it's like, no. Don't small investment. Subs. You can get the like, family meal for ten ninety nine, Michelle. Like don't throw subs at me though. On on month, like 
send them subs to your Michelle, like, she baby just mom. said go to Boston. Boston she market, go to get Boston that half market. chicken, that nah, cream spinach, that macaroni. Come on, you can't I'm lose out. there. Why did she say that? Yo, I'm, I'm just out. saying. Put it on a good plate. Can we go on to Kevin Hart, please? All right, <laughs> fine. I, I'm, I'm done with you. The I'm reason why saying, I put, remember that. Oh my God. The I don't want why, no kids, so. Understandable, mean, respectable. Like no, nobody ever aspires to, everybody don't has to aspire to have kids. Um, Kevin Hart, how do you feel as though he, did, have you seen the, the clips from the Red Table Talk with him and Will Smith? I have. What do you think? I think the realest thing for me in his table, Red Table Talk with Will Smith on Father's Day was his talk with his daughter. Because, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of these um, these mm-hmm. celebrities don't necessarily consider how their actions may impact their families, right? So people, people, people in general don't, don't, don't think about it. But I continue. But when you're on a platform for the world to see, like that whole thing with the cheating and the denying it, and then like, oh, somebody framed me, and then the, to me, what bothered me the most about his cheating was how somehow, some way, he managed to get his wife to say that she was at fault for him cheating on that documentary. Did you see that? No, I didn't watch on Netflix, and it was just like, wow, he is the goat because she on here took my some. I blame myself because you know the bag. Kevin, I'm like, what? The bag. That's why. But that's no, ridiculous. So the reason why I don't respect it is one reason and one reason only. Right? He made this whole big ordeal about how he had to have a conversation with his daughter because everything's out there in public. But you did. But but you was up on stage making jokes about it oh, from day one. That's the moment true. It happened. You was making jokes about it. So don't try to put the child in, in, in into the situation to make it seem like you're more empathetic. Or you 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 want people to feel sorry for you? No, you were making jokes about this whole situation, and now you want people to feel bad about it, feel feel sorry for you. No, that's no, it's I not think, cool. I think he's able to show growth because you know he, his whole marketing scheme is laugh at my pain, right? So these are the things. This is my life that I'm putting on display for you, and I'm gonna make jokes at it, I'm make fun of it, so that you you can't tear me down, you can't rip apart my family because it's a joke. However, you can't double back with this thing about your daughter. But the impact of that, he didn't know the impact of his jokes because his kids were not of like all knowing age. They were like, yes, his daughter, his daughter was like 10, 11 years old at the time. That's not like grown enough. Like you kind of know something is going on. Like they don't understand the full scope of what's happening. You you can't play both sides of of the fence because you said last episode, you okay with kids being taught masturbation in school. But you, but in but terms of giving but, information, but are are your kids emotionally stable to understand the full scope? Like things were happening in my household at ten and eleven that I couldn't understand. That like now as an adult, I'm like, oh, what's going on here? Like they don't no, have I, the full range of emotion to kind of. I get it. Understand but, that. So now that the kid it, is older, his daughter's in her teens, so she's like, yo, I looked at yeah. your stand up, and that shit is trash. Stop talking about my mother. Stop talking about this joke because it's not funny. Because I remember crying in the house. I remember my mom crying or I remember the effects of it and it's hurtful to me. Like it's different when you can grow from that. And I, I don't also, I don't think that it's just that he is putting a spin on it. There is also marketing genius in this because it's on the heels of Father's yeah. Day and he has yeah. a movie coming oh, out, yeah. Fatherhood. So it's like Again, I, I totally agree with that but I think it's, it's, a, it's a sadistic mindset of needing that attention. Like he, he made the jokes about the the whole cheating scandal because he knew he'll get eyes on it. He made the jokes about him and his wife getting a divorce, his first wife getting a divorce because he knew they would get eyes on it and would sell tickets. It's it's more about money and and notoriety for him than actually being remorseful. Like if someone told Kevin Hart right now, we'll give you thirty million dollars to talk about your your cheating scandal and make jokes about all this, which and then your your, your divorce with your first wife, he's going to do it. I mean, at this point, I think that he has some autonomy in the things that he engages in. So he may or may not do it, depending on the impact that he think it may have on his family. But I think that when it comes to being salacious and ratings and so forth, he's he don't care what he put out. He's very clear about that. We talked about that last time when he's like, oh, my numbers say whatever. Like he... Yep. To some people, he's funny, and other people, he's not. And at the end of the day, when we're talking about people's lives, 
like he's never been good at like PR. So that whole thing with mm-hmm. the Oscars and putting yeah. out a statement, like he gets too emotionally involved that you can't necessarily tell where he stands on the situation. And it just becomes this like person on trial. I don't want to put Kevin Hart on trial because he is human. Like the human side of him, because at the end of the day, he cheated, right? And we just mm-hmm. had a whole conversation about how some men could cheat and other men cannot cheat. He didn't he didn't disrespect the 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 wife. He didn't disrespect the yes, woman. He did. He did. How did yes, he disrespect he did. his wife? Because he cheated on her on on Mother's Day on her birthday weekend while she was pregnant. Okay, but how did the cheating how did it come out? What did he say? I don't care he, how it came out. All I'm saying to you is he's like, "Oh, a good friend of mine that I thought leaked the video." Like that was, I didn't even know that he was video recording me. Like it's kind of like this, it's this thing that happens that no one knows about. But now that it's on display, I have to explain myself. Nah, nah. you, 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 you should have known you was disrespecting her when you cheated her while she was in her third trimester. I think it was Mother's Birthday weekend, Mother's Day weekend at the same time. Nah, nah, fam. Nah. Don't, I'm just save, saying, save I'm save just saying that at the end of the day, we just talked about how w- there are varying degrees of cheating, right? And women, like, I'm in my third trimester. We're not having sex, whatever, whatever. Like, people make excuses for what they want to make excuses for. They tolerate and they move forward, right? So if his wife mm-hmm. is accepting of his behavior, I'm not going to sit here and judge whether or not it was right or wrong. But at the end of the day, Kevin Hart is not, he's not good at pandering for his own success in terms of defending himself. He can't put out statements that make sense in a way that people are going to accept because he does talk out of both sides of his mouth. On one end, he's like high and mighty. And that was his slate for a really long time until this huge scandal. And then now he's like backpedaling. And that's just the life of a celebrity. And he got to deal with it. Yeah. Um, so I just want to touch, we're going to touch on this last situation because I think this is more of a real realistic situation that women deal with every day. Um, about it's basically that story where, the the women was at the, a restaurant and a guy was trying to hit on one of the girls and he she they rejected him and started making jokes about him and just kind of him whatever and he ran off and got a gun and started coming back like that's clown shit like um I'm sorry women have to deal with stuff like that like that's wild like to 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 be that level of upset and and again go back to ego and have to pull out a gun on females like take your L and walk off like it's not that serious where you want to shoot women over nonsense like it I don't I don't I don't fathom that level of of needing uh to have a, a woman or needing to have someone at all that you're you feel that hurt that you were rejected that you want to violently hurt someone yeah so Y'all already know that I feel like the most disrespected woman in America is the black woman. And um, Michelle can attest to this. Like in New York, it's rough. Like I don't even mm-hmm. listen to music on my AirPods. And if I'm like, you know, running from the train or running an errand, drop it off my laundry, I put them in as like a safety net. So like mm-hmm. see my AirPods so you won't approach me. You won't talk to me. You won't say anything. I think that Spike Lee captured it great and she's got to have it. When you know Nola Darling is walking down the street and they're like, Hey, yo, my, hey, yo, my sexy, hey, yo, freak, you a freak, bitch. Hey, like the experience that a woman has to encounter just from going from point A to point B, it's unsafe. Yeah, now, it is. I was just telling my friends, like, that video in itself kind of scared me because they, they always, they, it's triggering. they laugh at me all the time because I'm like so nice. Like, like, for example, I'm in Burger King and this guy who's like a security guard is like, yeah, yo, I just came from prison. I could change your life. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm, uh-huh. And I'm engaging in a conversation because he looked like he going to fly my head. So I'm like, all right, cool. You're going to change my life. And whatever, I end the conversation. What does he do? Hey, yo, ma, you got 30 cent? I'm digging in my purse for dear Like, here you go, 30 cent. Here, because I don't want no type of... I'm getting bullied by men because I don't want to... The other end. Because growing up in Flatbush, Brooklyn, I'm mm-hmm. talking about dudes throwing bottles trying to spill stuff on you, elbow yep. you as you walk by. Like, literally, you got to walk with your head, like, down so that people don't. It's it's very triggering when you feel like you're in constant danger. So you, mm-hmm. I, it's been many, I don't know, Michelle, do you give your number out and then block dudes? Like, the, dudes are so, like, deceptive and they so aggressive. They be like, 
I you just take my number. I um yeah, text me right now. And I'm like, what? Like you text you, you them and it, fake numbers. And I don't I don't give fake numbers because they be like, text me right now. I, I'm calling you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I just block them later on because you could end up shot. You could end up cut. Like dudes are reckless. I was looking at the 62-year-old, 32-year-old girlfriend at the bus stop, like, because she's watching St. Heights, right? Yes. Thank like, God you didn't send me that. Thank God you didn't send he, me that. He was beating her with her cane. Like, how dare you, she crippled man? Wow. See? Even worse. Yeah. Like, it's wild. Like, again, like I say, black women have the hardest time ever just walking down the street, just doing normal shit in life. And it's wrong. Like it's there's there's no array there's no way around it there's no spin on it there's no positive image you can place on it it's it's fucking hard it's fucked up like it it makes no sense at all yeah I remember having to like cross you know when you see a group of guys you gotta cross the street like it's just ugh. yeah I want to apologize for you ladies have to deal with that um I want to thank you we we Bella we kept it an hour and twelve minutes. Hour, hour and 11 minutes. I'm proud kept of it, y'all. Thank you. Kept it, kept it low. Uh, like to thank you ladies for being on the show again. Uh, second episode in. Um, let them know where they can find you ladies. You can find me at, at Bella Honey. I'm at Michelle underscore five times. Two. I think I'm going to change my name to like Gold <laughs> thank, Digger Michelle or something. I thank know. you. I, I, I'll take that. I, I think when you say it out loud, you realize how, yeah, how wild it is. It is wild. But uh, last week um, it was four underscores. This week is five. But okay, no, it, was, it was five this one. It was five last week. Uh, but I'm 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 on Instagram, Solord S O L E L A W D. Um, see you guys next week, and we're out.